on today's Daily Charge Supercharged Edition. Could Google's acquisition of Fitbit be a precursor to the Pixel Watch? What exactly will Google do with your Fitbit lifestyle data? And how is Google's track record with data privacy stacked up against other major tech outlets? Does that impact your position as a Fitbit user? So have either of you guys ever been hacked in any way, shape, or form? Just kind of curious. Like in general or let's, like... Let's start with in general, specifically social network, and see if you ever had any instance like I mean, my friend Facebook. went on my laptop and like posts dumb statuses. I don't know if that counts as a hack. But like sure back count. in the day when like everyone's like... AOL passwords were kind of like exposed. I remember someone going, hey, it looks like someone's sending emails from your name, but it's not. And I remember like, but that was a, that was years ago, but yeah. still like. This is also, oh, my friends and I. I can't do anything about it. I was just like, all right, glad you know it's not me. My friends you know? and I did some goofy stuff back when Facebook security was really bad. This isn't technical at all. This is uh like, don't tell people your mother's maiden names yeah, or like yeah. the street that you grew up on. Like, if that's your, back then, uh, the security questions had no like limits to it or anything, so you can make as many guesses as possible. Um, they don't do that anymore now, obviously. Uh, but back then, when like Facebook was new, my friends and I like realized like, oh well, we know all these personal details like about our friends, mm -hmm. so we just answered the security questions and got access to their accounts. It was fun. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we did anything malicious on it. I think we went on and just wrote like statuses where it's like, I am a big dumbass. And then like, there's like, how did they do that? Uh, and most people knew about this exploit though, but obviously like nothing technical, but they like took it off. Mm -hmm. So uh, as far as anybody else out there, uh, if you have any concerns about Fitbit and Google, um, or if you yourself have been impacted by Facebook, we'd love if you would uh, sound off impacted by Facebook if you've been hacked in some way shape or form and how you were able to get help with that uh, Michael Brown says as a Fitbit user I am not concerned with Google having my data however uh, on Twitter and Periscope Drogon 2019 says great time to get rid of mine uh, Yan asks it's is, a selling point for some people you know that exactly. like it's, it was a small company yeah yeah I I had a Fitbit for a little bit just because I thought it was like I, I wanted like a smartwatch kind of thing where I got notifications on it. I think that's the bigger sell of why Google is buying it mm -hmm. um, more than you know. Oh, we really want like the fitness data stuff because they they already had they already had their watches. Yeah, with fitness but they stuff, like but... they suck at that. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean. I think the reason why I dropped it and like this isn't about Google owning them or this isn't about like Fitbit like at as a company themselves, but it's just. I really didn't enjoy the datification of like exercise. It just, mm -hmm. it, it was like, it made it feel like an obligation for me because I also had the, the smart scale that we had in our office. Like yeah. I just took it home. Um, if you guys need it back, let me know. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like it would log like your weight like every day and then like you'd send it to the app and all mm -hmm. that stuff. And it was just like, what What do I need this for? Like this is- this Yeah, I had a smart scale and then I just like d d disconnected the smart part because I was like, I just want to see how much I weigh. Do I really need to chart it? Like maybe, yeah. but now some people obviously have more of a- you know, goal in their life and more of a mission. Like, yeah. I, I'm not in that stage of my life right yeah, now. Yeah, I think, like, if you're the type of person that, like, only really exercises if you see a number attached to it, it's kind of like, okay, cool, like, great, do you? Like, that, I want that's gamification. Great for you. I don't want... I mean, want, that's what it I, is, though. But, okay, completing a, a bar or a circle or whatever you call yeah. it is not game to me. Like, I want... I mean, they have games, they have apps like that. It's like, there's one, I forget what the name of it is, but it's like a to-do list, but it's like, an RPG style kind of also where like everything you cross you get like experience points for it 
I'm serious. This is like a real thing. I tried it, and then yeah. I, I just didn't like it. I was like, I just like doing stuff because I want to do them. I don't want like mm-hmm. an app pressuring me to take like steps per day or something. Ryan says, what could actually happen with Google having data from your Fitbit? I mean, Ooh, what are they going to do with it? Target advertising based on your sleep patterns? Um, well, let's let's avoid like the advertising part. Just let's let's assume that Google is true to their word here and they're not using it for advertising. There are still a lot of things that can be done with health data um, that is. So, for example, like Google had been trying to do health studies for a while now um, where again, like the privacy was like all sorts of messed up on that. You can see that in Rich Nieva's article, uh, like he cites the examples of previous attempts at health tech with Google. But like, yeah, they can take all this data and see like, oh, these people aren't sleeping at like certain times, like in like whatever, in New York or something like that. Um, We can like push out like more Casper ads or something like that based on that. So it wouldn't be exactly your data, but it would yeah, be, like, it'd be an anonymous, but it still is something that they can work with. Yeah. And then like just pushing more into health tech where it's like, Oh, we've noticed, you know, Oh, like this certain community takes like this amount of steps per day. We can push out, like we can try to like make more products related to like walking or like, I don't know, like a Google shoe or something dumb like that. Like, or in, in that sense, again, it's not based off of your data specifically, but they can use it to say like, oh, let's like promote like more health and fitness like kind of stuff um, around this community. In general, it's just, it's been on my mind when this is the time where you're supposed to be thinking about, you know, your updated health care at work. And there are just more and more apps out there that aren't protected by HIPAA. They're not an actual doctor. Mm-hmm. And so your data can be sent to partners in some way, shape or form. And maybe not today, but, you know, it's not protected. So you got to think about that's that That's the stuff. other thing, too. That's the other way that, like, a lot of companies will get out around the comp- – the, like, they'll get around the lie of saying, like, we don't sell your data to advertisers. Like, because they share it for free. Like, they're not selling it. But, um, I mean, again, Google is saying that, like, none of this is going to touch advertising. But – they do share but, but, a lot but, of but data with partners. But their profile is about yeah. you, Alfred. Yeah. Like, like, you know, like what? How active of a person are you in general? You know, like yeah. that, that kind of stuff. And there's a lot of ways that Google will try to sneak in and like appear as if they're altruistic or just benefiting technology. So, for example, Spotify uh, recently had a partnership with um, Google Home, where it's like if you have a Spotify Premium account, they'll send you a free Google Home. Right, right I saw that. Um, so I have like a Google Home, and I listen to music on a lot. And I asked them to play an artist, and it was like, oh, by the way, this guy's performing here uh, in two months. If you want to get tickets, like let me know. And it was like, oh, cool. So Spotify has a deal with Google to send free Google Homes to people, and in exchange, they advertise, like, they know who you listen to, and they advertise, mm-hmm. like, oh, this concert's coming up, by the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, you can make the argument, that, well, you know, it's a free product, you can listen to music at home, it's a lot more convenient, but, like, obviously Google's getting some kind of benefit out of this, and it'd be foolish to think that they're not doing the same with Fitbit. And also, if you had to compete with Apple, they had to oh, go yeah. with, like, the top yeah. one, you know, so and that's for the, them, it's like, maybe their future smartwatches will be more beefed up. And that's the other thing too, like even if they're not doing advertising kind of money, so Apple has a deal currently with Aetna, I think it's Aetna, it's it's, it's in Rich's story about, um, they they have a deal where like you can buy a subsidized like Apple watch um, through your insurance program because it's like 
a health tracker for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just like a straight direct, like we'll give us money and we'll make these cheaper for like your insurance customers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fitbit is huge. Fitbit works with a lot of insurance companies, so they could already be doing that. And now Google also has all this data to sell to other advertisers, not advertisers, I'm sorry, insurance, uh, insurance groups where it's just saying, hey, you know, we can they can subsidize it even more now because they have like all of Google money and not just like Fitbit money. Mm-hmm. So what exactly was the big draw to Fitbit as opposed to, say, like another fitness tracker like a Garmin or anybody else out there? I think because they're the biggest name. It's the biggest fish to catch in like the fitness tracker world. And it's already got a lot of people, right, like yeah. subscribed and a lot of accounts. It's like the data is there already, too. And I think most of it is like... Google Wear sucks. Like, it's just not a good, like, product. Yeah, I mean, Fitbit works also with a lot of workout machines sometimes mm-hmm. when you have a lot of programs out there, like um, like Peloton and yeah. stuff. and they also know. have, like, their scale. Mm-hmm. And they, they yeah, right. it works with, like, a lot of apps as well. Like, it's well integrated in a lot of things already. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some fields that Google is like, oh, we can compete on this, like, with the Home Assistant. Like, that's why they made their own. But I would imagine that they probably would have bought somebody out had they been at losing as much as they were with wearables mm-hmm. next question comes from yan is this the acquisition that is a precursor to the uh, pixel watch i mean it might be i hope it comes back in like the pebble i really liked the pebble design mm-hmm. i'm kind of, kind of disappointed when they got bought by fitbit but i also don't care about smartwatches anymore yeah that, that's what people around here have, have been buzzing at least like oh, okay now google's gonna have like a serious smartwatch mm-hmm. that you know can really go up against you know what Apple's got. Will this acquisition uh, mean better Android watches, considering how few Qualcomm thirty one hundred based watches there are out there? I don't know. I'm not sure because the Fitbit did not work like on like Android OS, and it's going to be kind of weird to like watch them like stuff like integrate mm-hmm. that in. So I don't know if they're just going to say like. Oh, this really successful product that's been doing really well. Screw it. We're gonna like overwrite it with our own like software. Right. Like, will it still continue to be sold as Fitbit because of the brand recognition and like mm-hmm. set and like, or will they have on top of that? Oh, Google also has a yeah. smartwatch. Like, I don't know if they're even gonna want to confuse consumers or just keep it the same. I yeah. Mean, I imagine they're gonna do what Facebook with did that. with Oculus when they bought it. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, it's not really the original oculus anymore but now it's like oculus by facebook but then it just ch- call it like facebook vr or something you know mm-hmm. well i mean look at what they did with nest and home and all that right jazz. i'm they thinking about now now you should be called google nest minis yeah everything yeah they, they're nest. like uh yeah google home is no more now now it's the nest don't yeah. don't call me by my old name yeah <laughs> oh uh, next one's coming in from Brian. He says, I'm worried Google is just going to gut Fitbit like they did with Motorola, which is sad because I love Fitbit as a brand. Is there any risk of that happening? Or are they really just kind of looking to skim might some money happen. off the top? That actually might happen. <laughs> like, just take all the knowledge and go, well, doing it our way now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, that like, I've seen them do that to, like, a lot of other companies where I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's certainly plausible. Um, and it's not like a money thing. Like, how much did they buy Motorola for again? Like, so it's, they bought Fitbit for $2.1 billion. And for them to just be like, okay, uh, we're just going to kill this off now. Like, it doesn't, that would be one of the dumber buys. But I want to see how much they bought Motorola, like parts of Motorola. It might take some years before you see that happen, I would say. Because Fitbit has just such good, like, recognition of what it is. $12.5 billion, then they sold it for $2.9 billion. 
So, yeah, I mean, I guess burning money is totally cool when you're one of the largest uh, companies in the world. Wondering if Alphabet can override this purchase from Google if they think that it's not a uh, feasible or fiscally beneficial acquisition. Well, actually, I don't know if it was technically under Alphabet. I think it was Alphabet. Yeah, so, I mean, so maybe, maybe actually, we all, we all say Google, but I think it probably is Alphabet. Yeah, no one's calling Alphabet. Get out of here. <laughs> w Blade says, am I the only one who is not creeped out by the Fitbit thing? I imagine one would be able to turn off the transmission of any personal data if you wanted to. What is the situation with opting out uh, now that Google has their hand in the Fitbit honeypot? I don't know that answer off the top of my head. Um, uh, what, what, what you can do and not do because it just happened. You know, I think I think that's certainly something on the mind of somebody who is like a conscientious like consumer, right? Mm-hmm. Like they they buy something and they know like if you buy a product and the first thing you do is go to your settings, you are a very rare breed. Um, most people don't do that. That's why most people buy like iPhones or like Chromebooks, where you know it's it's there and it's simple and it's set up for you. And that is why like the state of privacy is in the way that it is like now, where. You know, we we write a lot of guides at CNET where it's like, here's how you can change your privacy settings to, you know, make sure that Google is not tracking you wherever you go. Or here's how to turn off. um, Here's how to opt out of Amazon like Echo, like using your voice conversations for human testing. Um, I have always objected to a lot of those because I don't think that that should be in a guide. That should just be how things are. Default is off. Yeah. Yeah. Like. And I don't think but, Google but, but will it's be, not. I don't think Google will be doing that with Fitbit, where it's like, oh, the default is that we are not tracking you. Like they, the default is we are tracking. You have to go to your settings to change that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a common fallacy that happens with a lot of um, companies, like Facebook and Amazon and Google, Twitter, etc. Will all just say, we respect your privacy. You can go to our settings to change that if you don't want to be tracked. But it's like if you respected privacy, you would just not track people and then say you can go to your settings if you want to be tracked like it's like we don't write guides on like how to not have somebody break into your house like it's just you assume (laughs) that no one's going to break into your house like that's just how it should be um we were talking about so so the question was hitting on creepy we were kind of talking about creepy I, i just keep going back to is the average person um going to be like well doesn't Google have everything about me already? And they don't get creeped out like they would if you said, oh, Amazon has a step tracker. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of go, wait, Amazon has it? People kind of have different red flags for different companies. And I don't know if uh, people are going to think twice about if it matters. If yeah. the company that already knows my map and where I'm going also knows you know, yeah. where I'm I mean, obviously, like, you have to have an acceptable amount of privacy being lost like for you to use any service mm-hmm. online. Again, it shouldn't be that way, but um, like, you know, I can't talk to people I don't trust anybody, right? Like, I think it's the same way as like, I can't use any of these. Yeah, I can't use any of these services if I don't trust them. But I think the difference is, you know, how how much do I trust Facebook with my data versus like Google with my data? And that trust is a selling point now that Apple's is hitting me with ads all the time. Like, don't you care about privacy? Then be an Apple customer, you know? And I wonder how Google's going to respond to that. Probably not. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, to, to note the question, though, I mean, I think that there are certainly things that people will blow up uh, about with privacy saying like, oh, what the hell, even though it's not that bad when you take a, another look at it. But I think it all boils down to like how much you trust a company. And if you're the type of person that goes and changes your settings immediately, um, that's amazing. You should tell all your friends to do that as well. Um, but I can tell you that the majority of people don't do that. 
We only have a minute or two left, so let's go ahead and try to fly through a couple really quick. Uh, relatively speaking, does Google have a pretty good track record when it comes to data and privacy getting spilled out there? Is that why people are a little more lenient with this acquisition and maybe a little less paranoid? Any big ones? Any big, um, any big mistakes? There was the location data one. Uh, I think it was somewhere in Germany or something like that where they were asked to stop. Uh, oh wait, no, that was that was the Google Assistant stuff, mm. where it was like they were also using human contractors to test out stuff. And now, like Apple, they it's default that you have to opt in to do that. Um, I'm trying to figure out what else, but like like location data with like Google Maps, where they they put down like, oh, we're not keeping a history of your location anymore. Like you, you have incognito mode now for Google Maps, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, no, it's like Google themselves and your ISP are still tracking you. Like this is a very like, this is like a Band-Aid on a privacy concern. Um, I'm, I'm sorry, what was the question, Brian? Their track record, right? Oh, like, yes. Like, like how, how have they been doing? I think, I, I just think in general, the big, the big issues they're going to face are from, um, all this pressure for breaking up big tech. You hear it over and over again. Um, and it's just going to ramp up as the election get, goes on. That is the other interesting thing to me where in the midst of all this discussion about like, you know, these tech companies are too big and they have, they have their hands in way too many different things. Google's like, yeah, we're going to buy Fitbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, wait, what are you going to do? Right. <laughs> like, let's just get bigger while they keep asking us to, to break up. Yeah. It, it's, it's interesting. Um, but yeah, Google certainly does not have a clean slate on data privacy. They're a part of the internet association right now, which is a lobbying group in, uh, based out of California, all the major tech companies are on it, and they are actively trying to um, kill, you know, data privacy protection acts in California. Mm. Um, also, very cool. Uh, so they they've proposed the Internet Association, which is Amazon, Facebook, Google, uh, Twitter, Uber. There's a lot of companies uh, in this lobbying group, but they they've been proposing uh, data laws that have no penalties for companies when they uh, violate your data privacy. So you can really see where their heads at on this kind of thing here. How soon and how much Google features do you think are going to get integrated into Fitbit? Are we going to get notifications, LTE? What what do you think we're gonna we're gonna see out of this? Um, I would certainly hope that the first thing that they add in is not voice activation stuff with Google Assistant, but I can almost certainly, if I were a betting person, I would gamble on that. That you know, it's not that hard to add a microphone into things. Mm-hmm. They and it's something that they've been trying to build. Um, and you know, what better than to have it like they put it in headphones? Like they're gonna put it on Fitbits, like. It, and then they're going to be able to collect way more data that way because now they're no longer using your health data for advertising. They're using your voice commands to your Google Assistant on your wrist for advertising, which is very different. Yep. And uh, pivoting real quick back over to Facebook before we shut down. Uh, despite all the issues happening to Facebook, they did just announce that their latest quarter they had more users than ever. What on earth is happening? I guess people just can't do away with their Facebook account. I'm still technically on there, but I don't actively engage with it for crap. Like it just exists. If somebody needs to find me, they can find me. But otherwise, I don't really use the platform anymore. I don't know what you guys do. I wonder um, if they're including Instagram into that, or if they just mean yeah, Facebook that's a, only. That's a good but point. but either way, I know that my Facebook use has completely changed, and uh, because of my own personal, you know, care about the service and their own algorithms is very much more focused to what's going on in the interest groups you're in 
And I, being a mom, it's like the moms in my community are going, hey, uh, selling an old bassinet, who wants it? And like, like that's the kind of use I use. And I wonder if they might say they have more users than ever, but Yahoo Groups just got shut down, you know, and, and, and people need somewhere to go to be like, hey, who wants this used thing? And uh, where do I go? What doctor do you recommend? And I think people are just using Facebook differently, not necessarily, the, you know, if it means growth. Or, the thing that really bothers me about those numbers every time I see them is where the hell are all these people like like where are you finding people that that have <laughs> not had Facebook before it's 2019 I, right <laughs> I mean are they are they you know okay counting you know folks in different countries that you know are now you know getting on board with different groups that maybe with us in, in America it's like oh well you either had it or you don't by now but you know, yeah I'm just no like change. what the like because they added like another like they didn't add another billion users but it was like close to like 200 300 million users this year compared to last year mm-hmm. and like what who are these people that are signing up for Facebook that have never had one for the last like 10 years I don't spoilers I, it's everyone you went to high school with having kids and preemptively making accounts for their I infants. was thinking that even though it's funny <laughs> yeah that's all like I I, 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 wonder, are, I wonder how much of that is true so yeah. it, it, it was so confusing to me um, and it's just that, that number keeps going up every every like quarterly report is like hundreds of thousands of new users on Facebook and I'm like I don't I don't get it is like, it oh do they count like everyone who killed their account and they come back? Because I, I did do that. Like I might be a part of that rush. And they're like, like, uh, oh, it's a new person. No, it's so, the same person who just came back. <laughs> I, I always kind of wonder what those stipulations are with the with the algorithms and tracking. But I mean, yeah, Facebook constantly jukes the stats on a lot of things. So like the way they count video views is if you've watched the first two seconds of it. So if you just scrolled past it, like that's a view. And that's why sometimes you'll see a, a video on Facebook where it's like, this was viewed 18 million times. I'm like, how the hell did that many people see this video? And it turns out they've been juking the stats on that. Shocking. I feel like a lot of platforms do that these days. I oh, know yeah, Twitter does I've, it also. I Twitter don't know what YouTube's also. metric is, but a lot of people juke the stats and then, uh, you know, media organizations pivot to video and then, uh, turns out they don't make that much money for it, and then people get fired off of bad business decisions and lies from Facebook and Twitter. Happy Monday, everybody. <laughs> and on that note, let's go ahead and shut the show down. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll be back again tomorrow. Always wonderful to start off such an uplifting week with all this conversation. But until this then... Is, it's real talk, Brian. This is. is what you get when you ask me to be on the show. I don't know what you expected. Me neither. Uh, me neither anymore, honestly. I don't yeah. even know why. So, it. I mean... Look, don't forget to subscribe and, you know, click the notification button so you can join us here live weekday morning so I can bring down your day. Uh, If you have the chance, we have links below to learn more about what we talked uh, about today. And feel free to subscribe to our audio podcast. For The Daily Charge, I'm Alfred Ng. And I'm Bridget Carey. Thanks for joining us.